Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Between Tumblr and Reddit. Really? <laughs> yeah. As to who I mean, are. Reddit has porn, so. I mean, look, Tumblr used to have porn. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Until they got bought out by Yahoo. And, like, is Yahoo. You know, the crazy thing is, is, like, why is Yahoo a thing still? I have a Yahoo email, so don't do that. Don't you dare slander. Although, that email account also has. 14,000 unread emails. Yeah, cleaning your inbox is really a pain in the ass. I know somebody just cringed just now, but I'm like, I've had that email account since like 2005. <laughs> like, if you don't clean that inbox in, it's <laughs> just gonna keep rising up and crashing through. This is Dying Ziggy. With the flood. Keep your, your death threats to 140 characters or less. And honestly, I'm getting tired of reading all of that. If you can't say it in two sentences, have you seen that show on Netflix? Actually, we haven't no, gotten wait, enough wait. engagement. Like, send us death threats so we can troll you. Send us death threats. Don't send me death threats. I got a family. And you don't want that smoke. Look, you... Man. When I'm unleashed behind the veil Man. of the flood Twitter, where it may not be me, where it may or may not, we cannot say. But all we do know is, this is the show with pop perspective. Where we put culture into in context. context. Here to make the mainstream make sense. You know what it is. So And you know what? Fucking time it is. It's uh 12:53. Listen here, white man. <laughs> I have no time for your shenanigans today. I I don't know where you were going with that, so I figured I might as well give the obvious answer. I, I, it's that time of the show where we tell them what the fuck we gonna get into this week, Zig. That's what oh. the fucking time it is. That's the what folks wanna know. The folks wanna know. Okay. So, what you uh, got for? I finished. <laughs> I finished Captain Falcon Soldier Winter Desu Chan. Welcome. You started it. Yes, I did. I watched the first two episodes. We're so. gonna tell all of our non-local listeners exactly what Cicada Summer is. <sighs> I can't believe we have to talk about that. Uh, Warner Media and Discovery Plus are merging. Spotify is really creepy. <laughs> it's creepy ain't the word for it. Jesus Christ. A-Rod got a makeup brand. And Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant combined for 82 points in game one against the Celtics. By the time you hear this, we might have won a game. Joe Biden doesn't just love Israel, he also loves K-pop. But he's also <laughs> sending vaccines uh, abroad now. <laughs> oh, man. What I want to start on, 
something that I don't know how we missed. I mean, last year was crazy, right? You know, it was a lot going on. Tiger King, you know, George Floyd, Trump, <laughs> COVID. But apparently, friend of the pod, non-friend of the pod, Shad Moss, Lil Bow Wow, <laughs> made an announcement that I think went over everybody's heads. Because like I said, we all had a rough year last year. You know, we he's short. It would have gone over his head. Ah, fuck you, tall guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, there was one time you know, it's when extra I, ignorant. A girlfriend of mine at the time. Yeah, she you was gotcha. like, "What's it?" She's like, "What's it like being as tall as you?" So I picked her up to my what eye level, kind of. And I'm just like, "This is me all the time," and she's just like, Holy "I shit. wish y'all could see my face right now." This nigga. And I'm like, "Yeah, I see over the counter at Potbelly's." I picked her up to my eye level. <laughs> fuck you. Get the fuck out of here, asshole. Nah, what I was gonna say is somehow we missed. This nigga Lil Bow Wow announcing that he was going to be wrestling in the WWE. That's right. You heard me. <laughs> Bow Wow. You just don't what know. Is, what would his stage name be? I, if it's not Bow Wow, then there is something <laughs> fucking wrong with the timeline we existed. The fuck do you mean? Oh, and what's extra great about this is this nigga is being trained by Rikishi. Son. Rikishi? Yes. Hall of Famer Rikishi. Big scary Samoan blonde hair Rikishi? Stank face Rikishi. That Rikishi, yes. The guy, the, doing the, Dougie, or the guy doing the Bernie before the Bernie was the thing? The very same, yes. Bow Wow announced on Monday, I think it was Monday, uh, he tweeted out, no. February 15th, so not Monday. <laughs> He tweeted out, I have officially decided to train with my boy Rikishi at his gym in Cali to get ready for the WWE. I'm locked in. Locked in. Miz is locked in. He said, I'm like... He's just got to get the contract. Because, yeah. I mean, WWE is just all 1099 workers. <laughs> What's extra good I mean, to me? Vince McMahon loves himself a publicity stunt. And it's totally a publicity stunt, right? Because, like, other wrestlers are, like, kind of upset about it. They're like, who the fuck is Bow Wow to just, like, you know, show up on the scene? And, yo, Shad won all the smoke, right? Like, because he came right back and was like, how the fuck are you on Monday Night Raw with 50,000 followers? Bam! Also, 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 we got to do a <laughs> yeah. quick Lighthouse update. It's a it's a versus battle between... Lil Bow Wow and, and Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy. <laughs> Not Lil Bow Wow and Lil Romeo, which I still personally feel like would be more appropriate. I got and me some bags, babe. I will only be tuning into this versus battle if I tune into this versus battle for Soldier Boy because <laughs> shout out to King Soldier. Because I'm not checking for Bow Wow. I. I might watch this thing in the WWE though. Like, I found all that while looking for, or while looking at this article about Soldier Boy and Battle, right? Like, doing the versus battle, which still hasn't been confirmed by Swiss Beats and Timberland, who are, like, you know, the official, like, heads of the verses. So this could just be Cat, but Soldier Boy and Bow Wow got on FaceTime to say that, you know, the date was June 26th, so go ahead and punch that in your count. Uh, your count All right, so here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing. Damn. My, why did I get, like, New England just now? Go ahead and punch that in your calendars. All right, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing? What's the thing? I know, like, three Soldier Boy songs. 
and like two Ooh. little Bow Wow songs. Ooh. So after Ooh. about can you four name minutes, them? can you name them? After like four minutes, I really just want them to play other people's music. Mm, I thought you was gonna say fight. <laughs> I mean, look, Soldier Boy was supposed to one on one. Soldier Boy was supposed to fight Chris Brown. Bow Wow is going into the WWE. They could totally make this like. Who would you want to see Soldier Boy in a celebrity boxing match against? I already wanted to see the Chris Brown Soldier Boy fight happen. We Besides all wanted Chris to see Brown. that. Who else would I want to see Soldier Boy fight? You know who would be Karmic Justice? Who? What? what? Ronda Rousey versus Tory Lane. Mm. No. No. We need somebody to shoot that nigga in the feet. <laughs> Chelsea Manning shooting Ron, <laughs> shooting Tory Lanez in the feet. No. Did that go over your Nancy head? Nancy Kerrigan. Know? Nancy Kerrigan? Wow. Is Nancy still alive? I think so. Wow, that's a throwback. So do you want to explain to our... No, wait, no, not Nancy Kerrigan. No. It was Tanya Harding. Harding. Tanya Tanya Harding was the one that broke Nancy Kerrigan's thigh with a pipe. So, but it was still... They were competing in the Olympics. Look, look, but you were even... (laughs) You were still on the money, though, because it would be more fitting for the woman who had it happen to her, right, to then turn around and shoot Tory Lanez in his feet. (laughs) (laughs) I think that happened at the 1992 Olympics. No, it was like the fucking 80s, bro. I swear that was like the 80s. I definitely remember seeing that video on like, Damn, I, didn't spell I love the 1980s or whatever on VH1 when they used to do those. See, even you think it was the 80s though, bro. Like, like the 80s or the 90s. Actually, you're right. It might be like 1986. Ah, uh, come on, son. I want to say it was 1986. Looking like it was 1986. Hey, okay. Lil B. <laughs> Double check us. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was 1986, 1986, 2004, 1998, 2009. Wait, no, Winter Olympics. Yeah, it lines up. It does? Yeah, Winter Olympics. Because they were ice skaters, yeah. 86. The winner of 86, this bitch Tanya Harding paid a couple of niggas to break somebody's fucking ankles. But yeah, let's talk about gangster. Tanya Harding's like, I want this gold. We're going to crack this. We're going to crack her legs. Yo, look, okay. I don't know if I'm about to call that shit gangster, right? But it was definitely cold, right? That was some cold shit. To quote a nameless friend of mine, uh, I can't remember. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. If you get caught cheating, you're trying too hard. Ooh, that's some toxic shit. Toxic summer. New England Patriots. Toxic summer. Mine. They're not rules. They're more like guidelines. Mine. All right, what's your question? I had a question. You said. You can think of how many two Soldier Boy songs? No, three Soldier Boy songs and two Lil Bow Wow songs, right? That's what he said, right, y'all? Actually, no, that's a lie. I can think of two Soldier Boy songs and the Like Mike theme song. Mm. <laughs> Basketball is my, my favorite sport. sport. <laughs> that was like, oh god, I want to say that was Rock Him. Anyway, 
but... It was really easy for me to remember because I saw it twice in theaters. Can you name any of the Bow Wow song or Soldier Boy songs that you uh, could Bates think of? and Superman. Or crank that. Damn. Well, you did better than Andrew Yang. Because <laughs> in an interview with Z-Way Fumudo, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. <laughs> he struggled to Fumudo. I think is her last name. I don't know. I probably didn't use the right inflection. Andrew Yang was in an interview with Z-Way just recently, who is kind of known for like pushing people on racial issues and race topics and stuff like that. I showed you the clip where she straight up asked Alyssa Milano. Do you have any black friends? How many black friends do you actually have? Like, name them. Do you like, are, are you talking about like people I've asked to pick me up from the airport or like people I follow? Look, look okay, so I kind of want to talk about that right before we roast Andrew Yang. Do we get to roast Alyssa Milano first? No, like I think I personally, right, like as a black dude, I think what Z-Way is doing is cool, right? Yes. But like, I wanted to know your opinion as a white guy. Like, if, you know, if we get to have a chance to get an interview with Z-Way, right? And she pulls up on you and she's like, okay, you know, you said you hung out in the hood. Well, all right, no, no, so this Look, is actually yeah. relevant. Because, Roll into it. Because Roll into it. Roll because into it. Tell I was telling you, yes, I Z-Way. was at the pub and I was talking about my homework, doing this, uh, making this playlist uh-huh. for my hip hop race and power class, right? Right, right. And first of all, <laughs> let's hold it right there. Slow it down. Tell the folks again what you were doing homework for. My hip-hop, race, and power class. Right. And the teacher for that class is... An old white woman. Is she Jewish? I don't think so. Okay, it doesn't matter, though. (laughs) Anyway. Let it roll. Look, I was talking about my... It just would have made it a touch more stereotypical, but (laughs) roll into it. So, no, I was... uh, talking to this guy about my paper and he was like don't take any offense but like do you like have like hang out with any black people no hesitation i'm like yeah my co-host is black and he's like did you grow up with any black people i'm like well yeah i played cards in saverna park the 14 came right down from the city so i was actually in the minority and he kind of just like paused and was like I want to read your paper when you're done. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'm taking, I'm thinking two things. For I'm context, like, this dude was black, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking, okay. I'm like, one, I just piqued his interest and he wants to know my thoughts. Or two, he needs to confirm whether he needs to beat my ass or not. <laughs> and, and me, as, as your co-host, <laughs> I'm rooting for you, right? <laughs> but you understand. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, right? Because it's a reflection upon me. (laughs) The company you keep, as they say. (laughs) But yeah, you know, so Z-Way is, that's her thing, right? Is pushing the race issue. Like, you know, I saw in her um, interview, I think it was with the New York Times. She was, you know, she likes to ask those uncomfortable questions. She doesn't understand why we can't talk about these things yeah. at the dinner table so she wants to make it common you know normalize it normalize talking about these things so i mean kind of like how you and i do here it's all the time exactly you know put context to it right i mean that's why i thought it was great for us to form 
the pod as we formed it yep. with the dynamic that yep. we have. I tell people all the time, like with as much uh, race as a topic now in pop culture and just political culture in general right now. Right. Being able to come here where we get to talk completely open, unapologetically about it. Yeah. And I mean, and it's not like we approach things from a problematic stance or we try to work our problematic stances. Also, we like to be lighthearted about it because I mean, there is cultural differences. Right. And that's why we have the, you know, cultural... The cookout and brunch. (laughs) Uh, Beyonce, Madonna. Although I don't even feel like that's... Look, look, we're not going to do that. So, so... Later! Z-Way was interviewing Andrew Yang, right? And in her interview with Andrew Yang, she asked him, you know, what's he been vibing to? What's he been listening to? If he, like, you know, are you listening to rap music? You know, because he's... Out running for what mayor of mayor New York? Mayor of New York City. Right. He's running for mayor of New York. New York to most is considered the mecca. The hip hop mecca. That is the mecca of hip hop, you know. Like New York, if you really is, think about it, is it's the mecca for hip hop and it's the mecca for basketball. And ooh, ooh, maybe even no, I guess blues music was a, like Louisiana. Louisiana, thing. New Orleans, yeah. Chicago. But cultural wise, you know. New York is like a huge epicenter for a lot of person of color like influence. Yeah. A lot of that cultural influence branches out from New York City. It cannot be denied that New York is like, and even in like the fashion. New York, I mean, yeah. let's just be honest. New York as a cultural hub, regardless of black, white, you know, anywhere cultural like the source but there are some who would say that culture doesn't move without black people well i'm talking about new york just pumped out it's a pop culture center for our country as a whole that's the point right so she asked him you know what's he been vibing to what's he been listening to and he said you know rap he likes late 90s early 2000s is what he's been vibing to you know he even name dropped jay-z and nas and she was like say what his favorite jay-z song was that's what she asked. Wait, 90s, 90s, early 2000s. And you can't name 99 Problems, Change Clothes, Encore. My man literally said, and look, okay, before I go any further with roasting Andrew Yang, I want to say that if I was pressed on who my top five favorite rappers were, it's a hard decision to make, right? And for somebody with a catalog, as big as Jay-Z's, it's kind of hard to be like, my favorite Jay-Z song is Blankety But there's only two reasons why you would struggle coming with the top five rappers. And that's if you know a lot of rappers you love, or you don't know five rappers. Right, look, cause me personally, when I was watching this shit, (laughs) I already felt some way when he just said Jay-Z and Nas, right? Like, because, all right, feel me from a person who is like exactly from a person who is media trained what's the big discussion right now jay-z and if you wanted to really like throw the fish hook you would have done wu-tang clan no fuck it jay-z and Nas just did a song together right like that's a huge like cultural thing right so he wanted to look like he was tapped in right so he said jay-z and Nas, and simply she said name your favorite jay-z song this nigga could have said Big Pimp, Change Clothes, 
state of mind. Empire state of mind. Empire state of mind. Like, and, come Make on. Make a pancake you, remix. No, fuck that, son. You running for mayor of New York. Why would you not say Empire state of mind, son? <laughs> Why would you hit not? Hit in Paris? I like how you dropped the hitters, in, the hitters though. I mean, seriously, anything. He could have said hard knock life, right? This nigga could have said sunshine, right? <laughs> and he'd have still been right. It would have been really weird if he said the story of OJ, though. <sighs> Anything <laughs> other than the story of OJ. <laughs> no, no, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Andrew Yang could have been like, I love the story of OJ, fuck Drake. <laughs> right? <laughs> And New York would have loved it for that. <laughs> right? But he said, Why can't I think of my favorite? Honestly, the, song real right way, now? the real way he should have won the New York vote is they're like, Who's some of your favorite New York rappers? He shouldn't have said a word and thrown up the woo sign. <laughs> oh, man. He could have said DMX. Right? D- <laughs> I bet. Well, you know. Rest in peace to God, DMX. He just passed away, so he I've been bumping a lot. He could have said Doom. He could have said Talib Kweli. He could have said Most Def. Busta Rhymes. <laughs> this nigga came out with the hot sauce from the bag. That's exactly what the fuck it reminded me of, Andrew Yang. You just pulled a Hillary Clinton and decided to pull hot sauce out your fucking You bag. better Pokemon get the fuck out of here for that one. <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm done. I'm done. Fuck you. Fuck you. That was a video. I told Ashley the other day, I was telling her jokes, right, just fucking around, like, and she was laughing, giggling and shit. I was like, see, I feel like that's exactly how my stand-ups would go, right? People would just be like, ha ha. I don't like your reaction to the Fox News stand-up thing. Yeah. You're like, heh. Exactly. Like, ha. It was, uh, I get it. I think I could definitely, I could probably get a stand-up bit rolling and actually get some, like, serious laughs. I have hella stories that I can tell. Yeah, you do. You do. You're a pretty good storyteller. I mean, that's why I got I that from to... my dad. My dad is a really good storyteller. Oh, yeah. Pops dropped them jewels off on you. Mm-hmm. No, no, no homo. You just made that really weird. And I did. I didn't have to. <laughs> you just made that really weird. Stop. That's my thing. Step that no. Uh, so Joe Biden approved a $735 million weapons deal to... Israel. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh shit. Cut. He did. Cut. <laughs> Tell me more, Doc. Oh my god. Tell me more about this weapons deal. <laughs> oh, oh that, <laughs> that's definitely get cut out of the video. Tell me more about this weapons deal, Doc. So Joe Biden approved a $735 million weapons deal to Israel. What's not funny is what the fuck has been going on in the Gaza Strip, or on the Gaza Strip. Um, I saw over 200 Palestinians have died. 
I'm sure the numbers are much larger than that, and BB just ain't letting us know what the fuck is really going on. It's old man Steve Rogers. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is something that Steve Rogers would have been down for. Old man Steve Rogers is fucking up. You know, AOC, Bernie Sanders, and the usual are kind of like pushing. Both sides are kind of like, dude. Yeah, because it's does like, it's more than obvious at this point, right? Like the history between Israel and Palestine is ugly. It's ugly, right? But at its core. All right, so let's also say that <clears throat> Israel as a state has a very ugly history to begin with. Yes. Its founding is basically as a result of World War II, right. where they were making amends to the Jewish people, where they were like, we're going to give you your own state. We're going to give you a slice of the Ottoman Empire, is essentially what happened, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, because the Ottoman Empire, like, toppled, like, after World War One. Yeah. And uh, it just, yeah, and it really was encroaching on Palestinian land, and, like, ever since then, they've slowly but surely just, like, taken over that whole area and that's on that's the god honest truth yo it, i mean of course there's a lot of like intricate politics that we don't have the time in this episode and as you guys have told us several times you're tired of <laughs> delving so deep into like geopolitical politics and shit like that personally i find that stuff interesting but. i mean yeah and we'll maybe one day we'll do a damn it on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And it will be our lowest-rated episode <laughs> ever. <laughs> but, no, what the fuck is going on is it's nothing more than, like, pure genocidal, like, racism, right? Yeah. Like, at its core. Real bad. Which is a tad bit ironic. <laughs> Gee. Really? You find it a tad bit ironic that Jewish people are committing acts of genocide? The Jewish system, like the Jewish government in Israel, not the Jewish people. The Israeli government. government. The Israeli. Which was founded as a Jewish Jewish state. Fundamental state. Maybe, so maybe what the problem here is fundamental ideologies. (laughs) Maybe it's these extreme stances on these fundamental foundational beliefs that cause conflict. Now, maybe people that also might be thinking, why is the U.S. so staunch in defending Israel? Well, let's say that's a result of World War II when we were like, Let's take care of the good of the greater people. I feel like that's even boiling it down to a Disney-fied version of what the fuck it is. But I mean, like, how else are you going to make reparations for an entire culture of people that got 7 million people systematically killed within five years? Did you say reparations, white man? I mean, I'm fine with it. Where do I sign the check? Where do I sign the check? Yo, I don't know if this is bullshit, but I feel like... Who do I I make it out to? I feel like I just saw... I think it was Oregon that... Hold on. I actually want to break... Go into that. Why do you think the... Do you think the uh, founding of Israel as a result of World War II would be more because they were... It was a cross... National culture. 
I don't think it had anything to do. Where as opposed to people where reparations is so against by a certain demographic in America for black people. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Say that one more time. So, do you think reparation for the Jewish people post-World War II was taken with more action because they are, it was a uh, transnational issue across all of Europe where reparations for black people in America is strictly a one state issue. Hmm. Whew. Okay. Good question. I, I don't know really um, because I almost feel like without trying to make too much of a cultural divide, I really do feel like the European mindset is a tad bit different than the American mindset. Absolutely. I feel like... However, in the post-World War II negotiations, America clearly had a big... But I only feel like that's because by the time World War II happened, Europe had such a solid history, right? Like, we forget that America really only is... I think America is less than, like, 500 years old. Like, yeah. as a... We just have serious big dick energy. <laughs> like, that's what America is. It's, like, the biggest dick energy. Uh, shout out to Florida. Uh... <laughs> Yo, uh... Only because Italy is a boot. <laughs> Look, I feel You want to know why Italians have problems with Sicilians? Because they've been kicking Sicilians the whole time. That's not why. (laughs) Sicilians are a clear reminder of the Moors running all throughout the bottom of Southern Europe, but we're not going to get into that. (laughs) Culture of context! (laughs) We're not going to get into that right now, um, because that's not what this show is about. (laughs) But isn't it? Isn't it? So it's kind of about that. All the while, Joe Biden is approving, you know, huge weapons deals to a country that is literally bombing its next door neighbor into the fucking gutter. Thanks, old man Steve Rogers. He's trying to you to throw a bit of distraction out there by announcing that he's going to be sending vaccines abroad. Oh, I was going to say that he is also a K-pop fan. <laughs> that is a good sign that America has a surplus of the vaccines that we can actually start sending them abroad. Well, the rest of you niggas don't want to get shot, so what the fuck else are they supposed to do? I walked Just in the Wawa before and go I got to back waste, here, like, and I saw, like, two or three people without the mask. I was like, what, what? And I'm like, oh, right, yeah. The, we don't technically uh, have to wear them anymore. All right, so we're not going to break Doc here, but I'm going to go into it. It was weird, but I'm like, oh, okay. It's one thing to not wear your mask outside right like i get it if you outside with your homies in the parking lot kiki and whatever you know chopping it up shooting the shit you don't gotta wear your mask no more especially if most of y'all have been vaccinated right i would still advise to keep your distance though inside however though (laughs) let me get this straight it's still america private businesses have the right to decide to operate how they want to operate. And it's actually been determined that businesses won't face any legal legal repercussions for asking their customers or patrons or guests if they are vaccinated or not. 
That's for all you cake baking motherfuckers out there. That's a deep cut. Y'all might not remember that, but if you look into it, y'all understand what I'm saying about it. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't find... Do your research. I don't find that... Okay, like... Hey, y'all remember the people that took the whole, like, can I bake cakes for gay peoples to the Supreme yeah. Court? Shit. Okay, so... Well, let them all eat cake. So, yes. The businesses can That's force y'all to cut. wear masks if they still feel like it is appropriate. So, before you all... Before all you... K-k-k-karens out there get to marching and stomping talking about look I know we burned a mask on the live Karens are gonna walk out and be like we can't breathe and all of us are gonna be like that's a poor choice of words that shit makes me so upset son <laughs> can you imagine if they actually have the caucasity to do that look you don't think that they don't. <laughs> it's real out here in these streets. That's why I'm speaking my piece on it now because I feel like, yes, as we move forward here, a bit of normalcy feels good, right? And it is encouraging to be like, as, if you're vaccinated, then yeah, go ahead and move about the cabin freely. <laughs> but. I would still be cautious, you know what I mean? Don't just go opening any doors. You might fly out that motherfucker. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not over. This shit is not a cure. They've said that shit several times. Like, and I think, I feel like what really fucks me up about the vaccine is the messaging behind it. It is so not clear. And the distrust in science is so fucking heavy right now that- Fuck you, Trump. It is really, it's not just Trump, yo. For years before that, even during the Obama era, yo, like you gotta think about it. This anti-vaxxer wave has been primed and prepped for almost a decade now, right? For this specifically, right? It almost, to them, it feels like the revelation has come true, right? The thing that they've been warning us about for years is finally here. It is a mass rollout. Here in Maryland. I told you so. They are giving out lottery stipends to people who it's like a lottery, like, um... Lottery raffle? Yes. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> it is a lottery raffle where if you have gotten a vaccine, you are entered in to win, I think, something like $40,000, like, through the Maryland State Lottery Fund. And I'm like, y'all, <laughs> that is not a way to convince the people who haven't gotten a vaccine yet to get a fucking vaccine. That is just going to make people way more fucking suspicious, right? Because oddly enough, here's my morbid mind. Context, full context. I've gotten both Moderna vaccines already. So as I say this, I've just, know, one. just know that I've gotten vaccinated. I am fully inoculated here, right? Nigga, $40,000 is almost enough to pay exactly for one funeral. For one funeral. Like, <laughs> the cost of the coffin, the cost of the operations of the funeral, and to, uh, just a little bit to take care of the family afterwards, right? And like that money's still gonna be taxed, so at the end of the day, you're really maybe Be looking about at the will and be like, well, they didn't specify they want to be buried. How much is cremation? 
So that's just me being morbid, right? But that's just me being fiscal. Here's what I'm saying, state of Maryland and other states listening. Like, <laughs> bribing people with money is not a good way to get a decent portion or like chunk of the country to trust. It's a trust issue here, right? Well, actually, that's, I was listening to J&J, surprise, surprise. And Jalen was saying that one of the best ways to get people vaccinated, and this was his take, he was just like, pay everybody to get vaccinated. See, see, I think it's the opposite, yo. <clears throat> we are literally in what, think about the rap music you've been listening to, right? Think about like the Twitter scope, like Facebook and all that. What is like loyalty above everything? My guy, like these people do not trust the government. The distrust in the government is at an all time high, all time high. And who is rolling this vaccine out? The government, right? Like, <laughs> so of course, when we've been spoon fed, like, you know, it's, what is it? It's fluoride in the water. There's shit in the f water, the streams that's making the frogs gay. Like, <laughs> the flu vaccine causes autism. And then now the government is coming out and is telling you, and then you had the whole pandemic shit, right? Like they're making you wear a mask to suppress your voice and shit like that. It's Sharia law, like all that. And now they're like, if you want to be able to operate normally, then you have to comply. You hear what huh. I'm saying? This doesn't sound very 1984 exactly. at all. Exactly, but it's wrong. It's wrong. I don't. Okay, maybe. I bet you. I bet you that masks burn at uh, 451 degrees Fahrenheit. Fuck out of here. Maybe I'm wrong, right? Maybe I'll Ray find. Rapery, out. everybody. Fuck out of here, right? With that deep cut. <laughs> no. Like, it's a classic, though. You know, Alex Jones was claiming that, you know, it's Random not going to happen. Hold on. Alex Jones was claiming that it's not going to happen automatically, right? In a year or so, we'll start seeing people dying from, like, kidney failure and all kinds of weird shit. And they'll find out later on it was. And that's what everybody's worried about, right? Like, the vaccine was pushed out. The latest thing I've seen, right, is things in the vaccine aren't even FD. The, F, the vaccine is an FDA approved. It was only approved for emergency use. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so that's the new frame of messaging. Why people won't get it. This is because we are way more likely to attach ourselves to salacious, like, negative media than we are to... I remember reading about, like, RNA Why vaccines. Yeah. I remember reading about RNA vaccines back when we were working at CBS. That was, like, a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> a decade ago at this point, right? Most people were, like, most vaccines... By the way, that's how, that's how long Doc and I have actually known each other. Right. I'm getting to something, though. I've seen the argument that this vaccine was rushed. It takes too long to actually make vaccines, right? Like normally it takes 10 to 20 years of like experimenting. Yeah. What did I just say? RNA vaccines have been a thing for 10 years, yeah. right? It's just that most of us 
don't give a fuck about that kind of stuff. So nobody is looking and checking for what new developments there are in the vaccine category. So when they come out and they tell you the reason why they were able to rush the COVID vaccine to market is because they're using this new foundation called RNA vaccines. It's not fucking new. It's just new to you, my nigga. Like, yep. <laughs> and I mean, we know our shit. We worked overnights at pharmacy. As cashiers. No, you were a ship leader. Way to take the legs out from the argument. No, but my point is, is like, we think we're tapped in because we live in the age of information now where all this shit is literally like right in front of our faces. And this is me coming from like 10 years ago when we still had smartphones. But like times have like- We have more information in this phone than the Library of Alexandria. That's real. And on that note, we gonna take a break and let y'all contemplate that shit. For about four seconds. Oh, that's great. That's fucking great. Well, this brings the term fuck around and find out. Do you really want to start that right now? Yeah, I mean, like, this brings the phrase fuck around and find out to a new level. Son, I feel like this is great, right? Because as we went to break, I saw a BuzzFeed article that says that the White House is partnering with dating apps to add features to these dating apps to let people share whether they've been vaccinated or not. And this is how the fuck you do it. Fuck paying people, son. You want to get to the- They're giving free boosts. <laughs> you want to get to the heart of it? Yo, they like, look, look, we'll tell you who's been vaccinated. We'll match you up with people who's been vaccinated. We'll even give you a little bit of free credit boost so you can, you know, we'll increase your chances. Shoot your shot. Increase your chances of singing this shot. <laughs> That's how the fuck you do it. Just remember, people. Way to go. Doesn't matter if you make the shot. What's important is you shot at the beginning. What's important is none of this shit is normal, my nigga. That's Welcome. it. We're done. Bye. Welcome to the new normal, my nigga. So, if you could have any superpower, what would you want it to be? I don't know if I've ever asked you this one. This is one of my favorite questions because it's actually quite revealing about somebody. Once I tell you mine, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that makes absolute perfect sense. Full scale control over the fundamentals of electricity. I wanna be an electricity builder. Like from electromagnetism down to- like, So you wanna be Magneto combined with static shock. Exactly. Bingo, ding, 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 ding. Gotcha. Nigga, that's the power of flight that is the power of like attraction, that is like the power of like fire, like all that shit, right? I even water, my nigga, that's even power over water. Like, come on, like. I wasn't gonna go that godlike because I think it's cheesy. Yeah, I think I just let people like in a little bit too deep. Like <laughs> Somebody has a god complex. <laughs> I would want to be a waterbender. Let me guess. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Crab. Crab. Also, Person. it's very versatile. It 
is very it's it's very versatile. It's best used by creative people who can think on the fly. That's fair. I feel the same way about resourceful. I feel the exact same also, way about Also, you control people's entire bodies. I feel the exact same way about electricity, though. Really? Your brain is a series of electrical impulses, my lady. Blood bending. That part. I mean, muscle bending. Oh, you know what's another How really cool superpower? You can't move your hands with the blood bend. If so I another, another, uh, another one that I really, really like. I don't know what the actual right term for it, but it's like kinesthetic memory. It was it. I saw it from somebody in an episode of Heroes in like season three, like right before it started to go off the rails. Yeah. Basically, you're able to watch someone do something. And then you're able to do it. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like photo memory, kind of. Yeah, but your body, that, like if you watch a gymnast do a double backflip, you can do a double backflip. That's like the new villain. It's kind of like Taskmaster, too. There you go. That's exactly who the fuck I was talking about, was Taskmaster. <laughs> I could not remember what the fuck his name was at the minute. Because I was too busy trying to remember... Um, Fucking Scarlet Johansson, Black Widow. There we go. I kept wanting to call her Scarlet Widow. It's not Scarlet. <laughs> Scarlet Spider, though. That's a Ooh, anyway. You know what was a great game and really far ahead of its time? The Spider-Man game on PlayStation One and N64. I feel like that joint set the fight mechanics for a lot of the superhero games. Right? Not to mention just like the way to navigate a 3D world. Yeah, yeah. The open, not quite sandbox-like territory, but like, like yeah, an open 3D it world. It may have been linear, but that linear path was fully explored. Yeah, yeah. Much more so than the Superman, wasn't Superman in 64 game? No, I think it was the Superman PlayStation game. That shit. Yeah. Yeah, the Superman game was really bad. Superman 64, that was it. Was it Superman 64? Yeah. Hi, uh, my guy, my guy. Yeah, I definitely so, want to be a waterman. So Army of the Dead came out this weekend. I did not watch it. I almost started watching it, but I was like, all right, I need to finish Captain Soldier Winter Desert Chase. So you want to tell us about that before we get into a little Army of the Dead? Because, like I said, I haven't. I've watched two episodes of it, and from what I've seen so far, it looks like they are doing a pretty solid job at trying to give Falcon's character some depth. All right, right. Turtles takes. Look at that turtle go, bro. So that's my take on it so far, right? Like I do feel All right, like so they're, before I talk about it, they're trying where to make him relatable. Where do you relatable. think it's going to go? I've already seen a decent amount of the spoilers, cause from where I'm tapped in it, uh, so I do see that they explored essentially what I tried to talk about here on the pod, right? Was what it means for a black man to want to be Captain America. That I appreciate, right? And I, so that's kind of where I'm at at the moment, right? Is I appreciate what the show is trying to do. I see it trying to make Anthony Mackie's character, Sam Wilson, relatable to the black experience, right? He said in the last monologue, he's like, I know there are millions of people that hate me for wearing this. 
and it's rough right because it's not a hate that I feel like is a genuine kind of hate right like even your like most hardened leftist like african-american black leftist right I feel like doesn't hate America at its core what they hate is the system that is in power at the moment that's the general consensus of what I get the feeling of right like it's not that we hate America as a country because America is our country right that's why I think that the uh, 1619 project is so impactful because the American experience is the black experience. I have the perfect follow-up for that. <laughs> so I sent you a video from uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates who was talking about the professor getting fired who was spearheading the 1619 project. Right. So a couple of the quotes that I pulled out they are trying to write the history and turn pirates into patriots. It's true. I've said, I feel like I've said on this podcast before, and I've said, to, I know I've said to yeah. you, that the history of the foundation of this country is pirates, religious extremists, and scams. Yo, yep. yo, at its core, if you really look at the people who were behind. If you really look at the people who Sam Adams was a fucking troll. Behind Yo, let's just take all this tea and throw it in the fucking harbor, dude. That sounds great. I'm talking about... He's a frat bro. Sam I'm, Adams is totally a frat bro. Yo, I'm talking about way before then, right? Like, I'm talking about the first European to even but tell me he's to... not a frat bro. You stuck on that. No, He has right. a beer named after him. <laughs> you're right, dog, for what I'm saying. And he's like, yo, let's just, like, cosplay and fucking dump tea in the harbor. George, be lit. That'll tell him. George Washington was a privateer, which, if you don't know, is just a government pirate, right? <laughs> like, so many of the founding fathers were privateers before they were, like, you know, in charge of their. And they were given their colonial spaces because when the scammers that finally came over here from Europe saw what kind of like land resources and went back to Europe and reported that shit they hired the privateers to go over there and fuck shit up and by the time they came back half of the Native Americans had died from <laughs> diseases that the Europeans brought over they were cold that gave them blankets so yeah I mean when you get into like and I'm this like I said this is like the ground so it's not even the foundation this is like the groundbreaking of America right like when you get into the groundbreaking of the colonization of America you will see that a lot of the people behind that shit are not quote unquote the patriots we have grown to understand and believe that they are right yeah Sam Adams is a frat bro Sam Adams is a bro. And I don't know. I haven't come up with a Hood Pope Decree version for me, but that's what I'm going to do. Sam Adams is a frat bro. South Carolina, Florida, Georgia. That was all like pirate territory. Look, <laughs> the Caribbean islands. That shit was all like pirate territory. Yo, like. So, anyway, Tana Coates went on to say about the 1619 project that it has enjoyed its share of criticisms 
as it should have. Exactly, right? Like anything, and that's the thing, right? Like people, it, the same shit with the COVID vaccine, right? Like it is fair to a healthy level of skepticism, right? About to this. like even I would say to hyper analyze things, especially nowadays when disinformation is so prevalent, right? And it's so. Prevalent. You said prevalent. Almost like pretzel. Pretzel it. When disinformation is so abundant, <laughs> and so, like, undiscernible from the truth, like, deep fakes are, like, heavy now, right? Like, it's so hard to tell what is real and what is not. So you have to hyper-analyze things, right? I feel like we get to a point where it does become, we do have to establish a new normal almost, right? Where, because it's like, it's hard to be like, yes, no, this is discernibly true, right? <laughs> at its core, at its foundation, at its like atomic level, this is matter of fact. We are a nation addicted to national myth. Yes. And they attack the history to prevent us from ever imagining. Ooh, was that Ta-Nehisi Coates? Yes. Hey, shout out to the Baltimore boy. <laughs> like, we're, we're big fans of Ta-Nehisi Coates over here. Yes, sir. Like, nah, I, it's, it's real, though. That shit is so real. Because nowadays with Fox News and the CNNs and stuff, like, no, let's get into this, right? Like, so we're talking about, we're talking about the 1690 Project. But it ties it back into what I wanted to talk about, Army of the Dead. Right, so we have to even go back to Captain Soldier Falcon Winter Desu Chan. Welcome. Let me talk about Army of the Dead real quick. Here's how deep it gets. Dave Batista has not met Tignataro. Who? Tignataro. They filmed the movie to Tignataro plays the pilot in the movie, right? I I found out today while doing a little research that Dave Batista has not met her, did not meet her throughout the entire filming of the movie, right? That is because her character was originally played by Chris Daly. After Chris Daly's sexual allegations came forward, sexual assault allegations came forward, they cut him from the entire movie brought in Tignataro to replace him and green screened and CGI'd her into every single fucking scene that Chris Daly was in. Wow! Dave Batista never met Tignataro and he says he feels some kind of fucking way about it, right? Like he's had the ability and he's seen the entire movie and he thinks that it's great, right? Like he says he feels like he was there but he wasn't there with her and that fucks him up, right? And he... A lot of people say, I haven't watched the movie yet, but a lot of we people say... We both plan to, so we'll have turtle takes I'm on gonna that, watch it, too. I'm going to watch it tonight, like, off no bullshit. A lot of people say that you can't even tell that Tig was kind of, like, CGI'd in. The same way that a lot of people say you can't tell that Paul Walker was CGI'd in to the end of, what was it, Fast Five? Or whatever the fuck? I don't know. Like, my point here is... I mean, we talked about a movie they're trying to CGI James Dean in. Exactly. We are getting to the point now where these technological advancements are getting so advanced that 
they were able to completely erase an actor from an entire fucking movie. Like, dog. And then, this shit's not new, right? Stalin was doing it back in World War II and during the Cold War. Impressively so. This is impressive. This is impressive as fuck. The fact that, like, the main character of the movie did not have to interact with one of the actors at all because she was brought in after the fact to course correct for another actor's indiscretion means that we now exist in a time where in the field of entertainment right if you fuck up <laughs> they can completely erase you from a thing yeah. it also Ooh. means you can just act over zoom at any point in time they can am i wrong am i wrong not necessarily Look at what the fuck they've been able to do with The Mandalorian. That's like a whole new, like, stage setup. Like, that's a whole new technique that they're using for that. And it's, it's, the technology that we have for movie making and, like, dream creating (laughs) is getting fucking bananas, son. And it just, like... This is also, to me, this is, and to a lot of people too, this is like a, um, a check up for the Me Too movement, cause like, they erased that man from the whole fucking movie. That's you wild. Know? Yeah. That's wild. And like, the movie was done. The movie, I'm not gonna say done done, but like, the movie had been filmed. They had to like, you know, literally like cut and paste Tignataro into these scenes, son. And... I don't know, I'm gonna watch the movie tonight and let y'all know if I can tell there's a difference. You know what I mean? Like, for Star Wars, rest in peace, Princess... Carrie Fisher? Yeah, Carrie Fisher. I was gonna say Princess Leia. I couldn't remember Carrie Fisher's name for the moment. But I mean, they did the same thing with her. Also, Carrie Fisher, total badass. It's, you know, we're getting to that point, though. I heard about them trying to do Bruce Lee in the movie. Yeah, I saw that, too. And I'm actually I think that's one that's been floating around for a really long time now. I I don't know where I fall on that, yo, because it does to me it's okay. So you may not have been like privy to this, but when Get Out first came out, there was a whole discussion about Daniel Kaluuya playing the lead role actor because he was a British actor and not an African American actor, right? And it was a movie that was speaking to the African-American experience. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson was a huge proponent of this argument, right? Like, he he felt the, the sense that, like, you know, Hollywood does go out of its way sometimes to be diverse, right? When they could have found an American actor, like, why couldn't Michael B. Jordan have been the lead role? You know, but that's a discussion that you'd have He's to have. He's too good looking. That's a discussion that you'd have to have. That So you're saying that Michael B. Jordan is more good-looking than Daniel Kaluuya? Yes. I will let you and Twitter have that argument. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody on Twitter would agree I with will it. let you have that. You and Twitter have that argument. <laughs> but my point here is that, you know, sometimes Hollywood goes out of its way to be diverse in a sense that feels that could come off as inauthentic right samuel jackson's argument was that that role may have been better pursued by somebody who knows what the experience is like more so than a daniel kalua
I tried so hard! Now we'll make it. Mayweather is out to save Pokemon. Excuse me? Floyd Mayweather is out to save Pokemon. The fuck do you mean? What the fuck? You see, I showed you that video of everybody storming the Walmart for Pokemon cards, right? Yeah. What? Now this whole trend was started by Logan Paul, right? It looked like something. What? What the whole trend? The Pokemon frenzy. He was the big was catalyst it? for it. Was it? Because he bought some base set and opened them all up, and they were like, these are worth a lot. And then everybody started buying them. And then they went uh, up and up and up and up. Okay. So, so if Floyd Mayweather I whoops part. Logan Paul's ass, everybody will stop buying Pokemon cards. Floyd Mayweather is going to save Pokemon, everybody. I wish you guys could see my face. Those of you just listening. Because what happens if Floyd Mayweather beats up Logan Paul and then steals his Pokemon card? Well, it's all about the bag. I wouldn't blame him. I, I get it. What if Floyd What if he, Floyd is getting the, paid in Pokemon cards. What if Floyd already has the fire Pokemon card collection? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. What if them niggas show up and they don't box? They just actually have a Pokemon card dude. My money's still on. No, my money's on Logan. Floyd can't read. <sighs> For the, I've, I have turned my back on this man. <laughs> 50 cents was like, 50 cents was really like, I'll give you five million dollars to your favorite charity if you can read one page of a Harry Potter book. Floyd already has 50 million dollars to donate to his favorite charity. That's why he didn't pick that shit up. 50 just be He's making He's also shit got up. lawyers who can read for him. Which is why you can't read a page of a Harry Potter book. 50 just be making shit up. You know who else be making shit up? Alex Rodriguez. Hey! A-Rod got his own makeup line A-Rod got his own makeup line coming out. For men who are looking to hide their, you know, razor bumps, their acne. And it was something that him and J-Lo invested in before they split up. And, uh, you know, he decided to continue his venture. And I wanted to know how you feel about this as a baseball fan and as a man in general would you wear man concealer to hide your acne and or razor bumps well first off i just want to say that it's a good person to start this alex rodriguez is objectively a very attractive person okay i don't feel like that that's gonna help like, if Jason Momoa did it, maybe. I feel like, undisputably, manly man. Right? Like, if... A-Rod's not going for the manly man. He's going he, for the people that, that read JQ. That read JQ. Or GQ. Yeah. Going for the people that read GQ, but don't really mm. have the stuff... Like, they're like, man, I wish I could dress like mm. this or something like that. 
I feel like he's going for like. So the... would you wear it? Me? Would you wear for him's concealer? I mean, I have before when my acne's like really bad. Is that where we're at now? Like, men but I mean, I never again. Huh? Like I said, is that where we're at now? Like men wearing makeup again outside of like the media scope? Cause like I get it if you're on camera and shit all the time, right? Like yeah, I've actually sense. I've actually worn a little when we were filming actually one time. I mean that makes sense. You're on camera, right? Like you want this shit to look good. I've done stage performances. Yeah, and the and thing is, like you that. couldn't even tell. Like you didn't ask me about it, so clearly it wasn't awful. That's my point. I'm not one of those guys that would notice like the au natural look if it was done correctly, but I do feel like... Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not... I'm not gonna go out and buy concealer. Yeah, I'm not gonna go put on, like, eyeliner and eyeshadow and do blush on my cheeks or anything, but But, I mean, like, some simple concealer I don't see the problem with. I mean, there is, like, that alt community is, like, growing larger and... But if, like, as far as, like, how do I feel about it from A-Rod marketing this, I mean, if he's got some... would it make you more likely to go try A-Rod's brand of concealer? I mean, it would be someone that I never even really thought about. Like, I never even really thought about it as like... Okay, so let me put it to you like this. If I hadn't introduced it to you and you were in like a Macy's or something like that and you walked past the makeup counter and you saw A-Rod, right? Would I'd you be stop? like... I'd definitely be like, you would stop, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then you go look at it, right? And you see that it's concealer and shit like that. Would you go, how, how likely would you be to, to buy that shit? Assuming I have just expendable income. Yes. Would you, how more likely would you be to try how much it is? If it was like more than $30, I wouldn't. Okay. So how much more likely would you be to try it? Now that A-Rod is advertising it to you versus if Kim Kardashian was advertising makeup for me. A-Rod's a dude. So you're saying like 100%. Because it's a dude advertising makeup to you, you'd be... I mean, it's it's like a dude and I also grew... I've seen A-Rod play in person right? dozens of times. Okay. Like dozens of times. I'm just trying to understand what... So like, like I'm like I've seen a rod and I'm like that dude is definitely like a freak athlete. He kicked the ball far as fuck. I'm like okay. that dude's. Like, I'm not even like questioning like the masculinity aspect of it, right? Like I'm just trying to like think. Rob Lowe has a skincare line out now. Okay, I feel like that's a tad bit different, only because I don't want like my skin to look like trash. Also, right? look at Rob Lowe now. But I also feel considering like how much fucking blow he did in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, I also feel like that's partly like cultural. Like, just wear lotion. Like, man, put lotion on your face, put lotion on your skin. Just doing that, like the bare minimum, <laughs> puts the lotion on its skin. Will take you miles. But a skincare line, yeah, I mean, fine. Like, I exfoliate. I even sometimes use scrubs. But I'm not like. I don't know if I'm about to buy concealer, my nigga. Like, it just don't feel, I don't, I'm not that, I'm not there. I'm not there. I don't think I'll ever be there. I mean, if I And I don't think there's anybody, rest in peace, the god DMX could have came out with a fucking concealer line for men, right? Like, for the under eye rolls and shit or whatever. I don't know if I'm going to use it. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody that could make me put on fucking like makeup for no fucking reason. If I shave and I get razor bumped, then I got razor bumps for that. I don't think Alex right. I'm just wondering who's who who this is for. Probably the GQ guy. That's fair. I think it's probably just like the perfect demographic would be the GQ guy. I I, I mean, there's obviously a demographic for it, right? Like, I don't think Alex Rodriguez is the kind of guy who would invest his money in something he didn't think there was going to be a return in. But, but yeah, like, you ask me how I feel about it, like, I wouldn't think about it, but, like, if I had the expendable income and I'm shopping through Macy's and it's, like, 20 bucks. You might give it a try. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, okay, maybe I can use this on days of recording. And then if I like it, maybe, like, anytime my face is just really broken out, just use it. So, A-Rod, <laughs> send Ziggy a pack, you know, <laughs> let him try it out. Maybe we can work a brand deal. <laughs> Fuck the Yankees, though. There goes that brand deal. Yeah, well. Right out the fucking I don't know how much the Yankees like A-Rod. It was just, I don't know, it was interesting to me. I mean, it's definitely interesting. Clearly, definitely a market, because I'm not, like, against the idea immediately. I was. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know what else made me go, what the fuck? Sean Kingston decided that he gonna put out a new album. He dropped a single just recently, Darkest Times. I listened to that shit earlier before you came through. It was pretty good. It's more introspective, kind of. He's been behind the scenes a lot lately, writing songs for everybody from like Justin Pe- Justin Bieber to Lil Mosey. He recently decided that, you know, he feels like it's time again for him to come out and tell his story, you know, following his last album was back in, I think they said 2013. So eight years ago he said it, he feels like you know it's time for something different he feels like a lot of the, these these are my words but essentially what i got from the article was he feels like a lot of the music that's out now was like surface level and he wasn't really like you know fucking with that it was kind of like vanity on top of vanity chains on top of chains cash on top of cash that kind of thing and it's cool right like you know we all try flexes white boy summer or whatever but <laughs> everybody's gotta add some substance to it like yeah we it, heard j cole's new album exactly. kendrick's supposed to be dropping something exactly. and you know there's gonna be some wisdom in that right right some music with some actual like it don't always gotta be like a heavy message but something behind it you with know some substance to it exactly sean kingston feel like the same you know so his new album on the way said he's locked in so there here i have a super hot take i got from twitter speaking of hip-hop what's that does it have anything to do with sean kingston no (laughs) well y'all be on the lookout for that anybody checking for sean kingston so anthony mackie lost to eminem in eight mile but beat thanos shows that it's harder to beat eminem than thanos i saw that weak ass take (laughs) i saw that weak ass take go ahead roast it I'm, y'all always put me in this position where I gotta be like, Eminem's not that good. Because Eminem is good, right? But like, to 
be like he's the god of rap. I'm just like, stop. Y'all just impressed at how far and how long this white boy has lasted <laughs> in the game. And he raps right? so fast. And he raps so fast. Like, I saw somebody else say just recently, like, all the fast rapping and shit is getting me tired, right? Like, Yes, the wrapping and triplicates, it's a cool little technique to use and shit like that, but... It's best when you're able to, like, mix it up, though. And Eminem is able to convey a lot in the way that he raps, right? And, like, I get that for him, right? But it doesn't make him, to me, lyrically the best. Like I said, to me, there have always been better artists to do that kind of shit. Like I said, Jay-Z is, like, one of the kings of the double entendres. Like, mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes, like, alright. Lupe. Eminem put out Rap Guy, but I guarantee you that if him and Busta Rhymes went for it, like, we both know who would really come out on top of it. Don't play with Busta Guy. <laughs> It's not... Okay, hold on. I gotta ask, like, a super... You're gonna be dumb ashamed of me. Go for it. Busta wasn't tried, right? No, he was not. They were, like, clicked up. Like, that was back when, like, loose clicks were a thing. The same way it kind of is. Kind of like how Redman's not a member of the Wu-Tang Clan, Clan, but he kind of is. He's just affiliated. Like, he was affiliated with Tribe. He wasn't, like, I think that's a cultural thing, yo. I think, like, Eminem being, like, and I'm not trying to say, every time I say that, I don't want it to be looked at as, like, I'm trying to take something away from him. Like, the man is a lyrical, like, monster. I'm not trying to downplay it at all. But to call him, like, Thanos of rap, I don't know, it, it does kind of feel fitting, but it also feels like that should be, like, Suge Knight. Or maybe like P. Diddy. Well, they are actually trying to snap half of the game out of existence. Yeah, I mean, or maybe. What do you think P. Diddy's body count is? What kind of body count are you talking about? In the way that Suge Knight has a body count. I could still ask you to elaborate, but I know what you mean. (laughs) I don't know, they say Diddy is quick to. I mean, also, Diddy is part J. Cole. Diddy has fought Drake. <laughs> Diddy fought Cassie, but that's, you know, news for Bossa. You remember what it sounds like when every single step you take crunches beneath your feet? Every step you take. Every move you make. If you put that song into a minor key, it gets extremely creepy. It was already creepy. Extremely creepy. <laughs> but then it goes, every move. And it gets like, it's like, you, you. It's like record, it's like music box music, except not that level. I don't know why I did it to myself, but I've listened to the music box thing on YouTube while I was walking downstairs in the dark. And I immediately was like hair standing on end for no reason. Look, you did that to yourself. You asked for that. But yeah, cicadas are spotted in Baltimore again, and when you know I read that, I drew, I drew the uh, the little "oh shit, here we go again" meme. Oh, here it goes. Cute yeah, you you remember you remember seventeen? Yeah, so these these motherfuckers bury themselves in the ground for seventeen years, they and they come up for three months to ruin your life. Stay out. Out. I'm just waiting for it to really get popping off because I see you thought you were gonna try to sleep. 
it's not that bad yet. And it will be. I just want to let everybody know that we don't eat them We don't chips. eat those motherfuckers. I don't know who was eating these motherfuckers, but do not let Twitter... Probably the South Side. That's do not let Twitter convince y'all that we is up here eating them shits. <laughs> We're smacking them out of the air with tennis rackets, yo. I'm trying to avoid them motherfuckers at all costs, yo. Them big, obnoxious sons of bitches. What yeah, they? dude, they're fucking huge. They're, like, this big. Yo, they are, like, fucking... At full grown, they're, like, at least an inch and a half, maybe. Yeah. Like, it's... And they're annoying as fuck. They're noisy as shit. I wouldn't think that something... Even and, like, like, they are disgusting, and they're huge, and they're terrifying, they but there's so many sick. of them, you get desensitized. They look sick and disgusting. They look sick. You know what it looks like? They look like they can bite you. You know what it looks like? It looks like that uh, that one Pokemon where it has one health. Shedinja. Shedinja. It looks like Shedinja. Okay, I'll give you that. What is the evolved form? What is that? Because that's what it looks like. What is that? That one is Ninjask. Yes. That's what they look like. It's a bunch of Ninjask running around. You put the phone up to the camera like I can't just cut a fucking picture of Ninjask. Cut the picture of Ninjask over right top here. of my phone. Right here. That's what they look like. Sorry, I wanted to be that awkward person who's just like, look at this meme. Boomer humor. <laughs> I had to deal with one of those people the other week. It's just like, he's just constantly like, look at this meme, look at this meme, look at this meme. And I'm like, dude. Chill. Was he older or young? He was a couple of years older than me, I thought. Yeah, but yeah, those motherfuckers, every time you walk, you can hear those things crunch underneath your feet. It's gross and awful. It'll be over before it. <laughs> It just, it feels fitting it after, like, what is it, you know, pestilence and sickness. Now pestilence, we, famine, death, and war. Now we have a plague. And there's war. So, you know, for all the dudes. Oh, locusts! Yeah, we can cross that off the yep, apocalypse that's, list. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get all the anti-vaxxer, like, you know, conspiracy theories like Mark of the Beast, because it does, it's really awkward timing for all of this bad shit. Bad optics. Bad optics. Really bad optics. You know what else is bad optics? Or maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's up to you guys to decide. But Warner Media and Discovery Media are merging together in an attempt to take on Disney and Netflix as the global streaming giant. Now, I don't know if you remember, but three years ago, AT&T merged with Time Warner Media for the tune of $85 billion. Jesus Christ. In this merger that they are now forming with Discovery, which, you know, will encompass Discovery Plus, HGTV, Animal Planet, TLC, the Food Network, as well as the properties owned by AT&T underneath of the Time Warner Media, which includes CNN, TNT, TBS, HBO Max, and all of the Warner Brothers Studios productions. 
Time Warner is set to offset their 85 billion cost to debt ratio by about 43 billion dollars. So, with that being said, you may soon be, if the merger is approved, because I don't think it has been approved yet. But Will that reduce our overall streaming money? Yes, because that means all of the content that you may have been getting from, like, because I think they have, like, HGTV, Animal Planet, TLC, Food Network, all that on Hulu, right? Which is owned by Disney, I believe. Which, you know, that's why you can get Hulu, Disney Plus, and uh, ESPN all wrapped up in a bundle. But um, Discovery also has a lot of like sports, like international sports, like soccer and stuff like that. So you will be able to get access to a lot of sports. Plus, they've got, you know, the whole Discovery Plus catalog, which I haven't subscribed to yet, but I'm willing to give a 30-day free trial for anybody out there listening. I'm sure there's already one available, but, you know. You remember how when cable was first a thing, it was, you know, HBO, Cinemax, yep. Showtime, right? Now, I feel like the big three are getting ready to be Disney Plus, Netflix and Discovery, right? Or whatever Warner, Discovery, the merger, whatever title they fall under, right? Because there's no title for it yet. We are on the precipice of a new normal. You understand what I'm saying? Like the streaming thing is kind of settling its foundation and Netflix has already announced that they are looking to buck at Disney with yep. the animation and they've already shown that they're willing I started Yasuke it's actually yeah I started that it's okay it's okay so far I'm not I'm not heavy into it yet but it's it's got my interest it definitely shows that it is a, a true collaboration between West and East yeah I feel that and the animation is good it's the storyline I'm waiting for the storyline I'm like two episodes so, in me too but Netflix has already shown like I said with this whole, even with like the the Army of the Dead thing, they're, they've shown they're willing to spend the money mm-hmm. to like, because that's not cheap to cut an actor out of a movie and to yeah. like, completely CGI in another actor. It's not cheap. So they've shown they're willing to spend the money to take Disney on. And take care of the people that work for them, like with Dave Chappelle. And Warner Media and Discovery, that's a huge catalog to try and mm-hmm. like other streaming services like you know hulu is lucky because they are already owned by disney yep but like amazon you know thank god they have jeff bezos rolling for them and bank rolling for them overlord um and but they've been putting out decent media too so invincible like, i just got access to an amazon prime account uh so i can start watching invisible yeah who knows what that's gonna look like moving forward, but expect to see big moves coming. Because, I mean, the Disney or the Discovery Plus rollout was already pretty big in itself. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of content under there as well. I don't know, I just feel like as we continue to progress here outside of COVID-19, we are seeing what the future is gonna look like you know it's weird because from somebody who grew up watching movies like you know back to the future 
Tomorrowland and stuff like that, even though that's more recent. Seeing what we have now as far as this, we, I feel like what I'm trying to say is I feel like we really are looking at the foundation of what that futuristic like landscape is going to look like. You know, we are seeing self-driving cars and I just saw the other day a dude got a ticket for falling asleep behind the wheel of his autopilot Tesla. <laughs> like, we're in that time now where you can get ticketed for falling by asleep behind the wheel of your autopiloted car. Like, welcome to the future. Welcome to the dumb future. We've I feel the like Jetsons didn't have smartphones. This may be just be me, uh, you know, preemptively jumping the gun here, but I want to say, first and foremost, congratulations for making it out of the dumb apocalypse. I do feel like we we, we have. I think we've gotten out of the dumb apocalypse. Welcome to the dumb future, where it still feels like we're in the dumb apocalypse, but better. Yeah, cautiously optimistic. There you go. There you go. Well, the, I mean, if there was there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, except for Spotify being super creepy and listening uh, in on... Speaking of dystopian, I totally forgot about that. I was trying to end it on somewhat of an optimistic note, and then you reminded me that Spotify is... It's like tracking what kind of music you're listening to. I used to joke that nobody knows me the way my Spotify algorithm does, and now that's actually true. Yeah, because... Shout out to Dave Anthony from The Dollop for, cause that's how I found this shit, right? You know, they apparently have like two patents out. One patent for sure, an algorithm that will track your mood data, tailor advertisements based on whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, like low tone, soft ads for you if you know you're more introverted and more upbeat, peppy ads if you seem like you're extroverted. Oh, mine's gonna be on like 1.5 speed time. They've also got another patent out for something. I can't remember what it was for, but they're looking to like tie user information into like brainwave scanning and psychological data and stuff like that. And it just felt very minority report. Yep. Yep. And I was like, I can totally see this being used. Like, somebody's Spotify playlist will be used in the future. Mark my words. Somebody's Spotify playlist will be used as evidence in court? In a murder trial. I guarantee you. So, and mark my fucking words. We are only like 20 years, 20 years tops from somebody's Spotify playlist being admissible in court as murder. <laughs> but what if it's private? Okay, so... That brings me back to like the, That was uh, rhetorical. No, but that brings me back to the San Diego shooter. Remember they had Apple tried like they were at the Supreme Court or no not the Supreme Court. Oh yeah, Apple tried to install like a master key through all Yeah, because they had that user agreement where they can't access anybody's phones because they value privacy and the government was like, This dude is a terrorist and Apple was like Okay, and like, there's huge ethical lines we don't want to cross here. Yeah, well, get ready for that, because Spotify apparently doesn't give a fuck about crossing ethical lines to sell your data to advertisers. I don't know what that means. I have a Spotify account. It means you account. pay for premium and don't care. 
I seriously though, me personally, I seriously considered by canceling my premium account and not using Spotify anymore after this. Like, because it does feel like a huge encroachment on my, like, privacy. And I, I'm not sure how comfortable I am with it. Yeah. Like, even if it is just for something as benign as tailoring my advertisement, I don't know how comfortable I am with that. You know, because it's benign now until it gets in the wrong hands. Can, that's, I mean, yes, that may just be the conspiracy theorist in me, like, but I feel like this is the kind of shit, once again, this is the kind of shit we've been primed for since we were fucking kids. All these dystopian sci-fi epics and shit. Yep. And I said, we owe Google a huge apology, but Google is probably doing the same shit. This Spotify technology is probably just something that's an offshoot of some Google. More than likely. <sighs> Who do you think's more advanced, Google or the U.S. military? Ooh. That's asking me who I think really controls the country, the corporations or the government. And that's just to let y'all know that none of this is normal. Y'all be safe. Deuces! No! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.